0: Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry, where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk, but if not... Then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome Livestock Friends to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And on this one, we go to McGregor, Iowa, and we're going to talk to a guy that uh, goes around and he does a lot of custom clipping and fitting, and he gets some bulls and and females ready for some sales. So a guy that's been around the block there on doing that. We're talking to a third-generation Cattleman here, uh, talked about his grandpa starting it, and we're going to bring that out in him as well today when we talk about the history here. And we are, as I said, going to McGregor, Iowa. They're going to have a sale on SC Online sales. They're going to have 13 lots, and that sale is going to go off on September 26th. So I want to welcome my guest for this one, uh, Mr. Ty Hefner. And Ty, uh, how are things going out in Iowa this afternoon?
1: Oh, not too bad nice day it's finally sun's coming out and it's going to be a pretty good day
0: all right got the uh got the show cattle uh going or the sale cattle going got them in and and getting them clipped on and, and getting them ready for this sale
1: yep we're clipping and washing every day and just trying to get ready for clips today hopefully that goes well
0: okay well i got a question you you talked earlier like you clip a lot of bulls and, and clip for a lot of sales which do you like better you like clipping these uh these hairier cattle for these sales or do you like shearing those bulls and, and burning bulls and things
1: i don't know it's pretty even actually i mean you can change a lot in the calf a lot of hair And i don't know there's something about torching and shearing
0: bulls in the winter it's just kind of fun <laughs> uh, you like it uh when you're doing that you like to be out in those cold iowa winds or do you like them like to have them in the barn
1: um Kind of outside for a little ventilation, so I'm not
0: breathing in too much smoke. (laughs) Smoking those guys up. Okay. Ty, why don't you tell us a little bit about the history that you have here uh, with this operation and how you guys got started and how you got started and uh, going into your second sale now. So if you would, kind of start us from the the front of this thing.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess Grandpa started it in the late 60s in the home farm where we still are today. Uh, They mostly had dairy cows back then. Mm -hmm. but always had a few registered Angus cows running around. And then they had a dad, and he kind of just started helping them out with the dairy cows. And they, over the years, picked up some more Angus cows, more pasture. Mm
2: -hmm. And then in
1: 2001, they shipped the dairy cows and bought 40 registered Angus heifers
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and kind of just bred on them from there with bulls from Angus operations around the area and just kind of sold them as feeder cattle. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I came along and started looking at them a little harder and thought they were pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I started showing. I guess he out- uh, my dad always showed.
0: Okay. At his
1: brothers and sisters, and they got along pretty good at the county level. They never went to any state fairs or anything like that. But mm-hmm. They won a county fair quite a bit Okay. back in the day.
0: Okay. Do you remember where those registered cattle came from when they sold the dairy? Do you know? Did they go to one operation and, and buy 40 of them?
1: Not really. I guess I've never gotten the backstory of it. No one really talks about it, I guess. Just knew they're registered Angus cattle from somewhere and pretty good, I guess.
0: Okay. So you came along and, and started looking at them. Now, was it your idea to start AI in some of these and, and go to the club calf way a little?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess I got into high school and got into the show cattle a little more. AI'd our first cow when I was probably a sophomore in high school, and that was, I
0: think, the first beef cow they ever AI'd on the place. Did they always AI the dairy cattle back in the day then? Yep. Okay. Yep. Holsteins? Yes. And then uh, you started in and, and wanted to get ai and and I guess I said club calves, but, but you guys don't breed geared towards the steer way, do you? No,
1: not anymore. I guess in high school when I thought it was, a lot cooler I did, and then I <laughs> ran into some cabin troubles, and decided that wasn't the route for me. So I went back to the roots, I guess, and more Angus and Simmental cattle now.
0: So, so you're breeding more towards the towards the heifer end, towards the maternal end these days. Yep. Well, what's kind of the, the plan for the future then? Uh, you, you kind of learned a, a little bit of a lesson there. Do you, do you plan to, to maybe once you get some of these cattle a little more maternal, or, or now that you do have a maternal, you going to go back a little more club calf? What's what's kind of your thoughts on that and, and future goals?
1: I don't know. I think I'm going to kind of stick with the heifer deal for now, I guess. Um, there's just something about Angus show heifers that I love nowadays, this type of cattle I like. Hopefully, I always grow like, and just keep on breeding them to look like that.
0: And now you've got a few different breeds in this sale. Uh, was that kind of your idea to to go that way, or was that kind of Dad's idea, or or what's the the thought behind that?
1: Uh, I guess that was my idea. I just wanted to diversify in the sale and not have all one breed. Kind of give some options to people.
0: Okay. What what breeds do you have here coming up in this sale? I got Angus. Simmental's main, and then
1: crossbred steers, and uh, I guess I got a Charlet composite.
0: Okay. So do you have a Charlet mixed mixed in that whole group there?
1: Just one, actually.
0: Are you doing Are you doing all AI on these cattle, or are you you doing any embryo transfer work? What's What's that breeding kind of look like?
1: Uh, it's mostly AI right now, but we plan in the future to start flushing on some cows and putting more eggs in every year and try to get better quality overall.
0: Uh, you say this is going to be your second sale. And again, this sale is going to be on uh, SC on September 26th. And you you say you, you used to do a little bit of uh, private treaty things and sell some of those. Why kind of move into one of these sales?
1: Uh, just a little more exposure. Just put them out on the internet, see what they bring. I mean, when you're selling private treaty, they ever most of them just gotta show up to your driveway mm-hmm. and look through them. I guess you put a picture and a video on a sales site to see what happens. You okay. can tell them all one day.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't know,
1: gotta
0: mess around with them for a long time. And-, and you do a before the bid podcast also to get some of that exposure, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. Well, we uh, we appreciate that and appreciate you coming on and, and being willing to do this and uh, get these cattle promoted a little bit better. So you talk about doing some, some clipping and some showing and things. Do you just stay local or give us a little rundown of that, if you would?
1: Most of it's just clipping for families that I sold cattle to around the area. And uh, if I get a chance, I'll go to those places where I sold cattle far away every once in a while and, support them at a show or something. I can't make it to all of them, but I try to make at least one of them maybe in the end. And
0: mm-hmm. What outfits do you do, some of those some of those bull clippings and, and getting those cattle ready for sales?
1: Pineview Angus, Woodhill mostly. Okay. Yeah, Padretti Angus, 2K cattle in that area.
0: Just a little bit different gear. It
1: is, yeah. Totally different. Not really, but in some sense different. It mixes things up for me.
0: Okay. Any wild bull stories? stories?
1: Uh, probably not to be spoken, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't get too crazy, but there's some stories, I guess.
0: Okay. Well, hmm. maybe you could you can just tell them when they call you on the phone to talk about those, you think? Right. Exactly. I'll yep, just <laughs> ask about them. Probably not need to throw those out on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, with, with some of your past selling and, and some of your past showing and, and that sort of thing, what are some of the successes that uh, you guys have had?
1: Last year, we sold a gold heifer out to the Jansen family in Nebraska. Uh, they campaigned her all last winter and this spring and ended up at the Nebraska State Fair a few weeks ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they just missed out on top two in division and got third in that Division four. right? And the champion of that division was a reserve overall market heifer, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: can't be too mad about that.
0: What about when you were showing? Did did you guys uh, kind of hammer on them a little bit? Uh, mostly, I, I never showed
1: at our state fair. It was just our county fair and a couple of jackpots around the area. Never won grand or anything, but had quite a few class winners in the heifers and steer deal. Just can never get over the top.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, so now you kind of, uh, did that help you change your, your breeding program and philosophy to maybe be able to do that and, and sell those kind.
1: Yep. I, I guess that's, that's the reason I kind of got into it, to give some other people an opportunity to get done what I never did,
0: I guess. So part of what you guys do, part of your customer service is that, that you try to help these guys all, all that you can all along the way.
1: Yes. We do everything that we can from feeding to fitting if you need anything we'll
0: help any way we can well that sounds uh sounds like a, a great plan and good person to do business with as long as as you're going to help them and, and carry them on and things like that so well ty why don't you talk about this sale just a bit and and can they come look at these cattle beforehand uh what's your what's your thoughts on on that and, and where can we find some information on this other than than just on sc
1: yep the sale will be september 26th Sunday night on a Show circuit online sales. There'll be 13 total lots on there. Cattle are available for viewing now till sale night. I'm uh, McGregor. You can come take a look at them anytime. Just give me a call during the week. See if I'm around. If not, that's fine too. And then weekends, we're always around the barn doing something. So
0: no shows. You have to run off to from now till then to, to get cattle ready.
1: Nope, we're kind of at home. Kind of stick around from these next two weekends here and sell some cattle.
0: You mentioned you have a couple donors that that you might want to mention here and and talk about some of them and and their successes.
1: Yeah, well, I have bought a cow from 2k Angus last March
0: hmm
1: and she's a watch out out of a first class donor of theirs, and she laid down and had a calf in April out of one of their herd bowls and she's just made this real good. She's in the replacement pen right now, but she's got body and just moves great. Got a good friend, front end, hairy. And so uh, we flushed her in June to 24
2: mm-hmm.
1: And We put six of them in and got four pregnancies. Oh, wow. So we're pretty excited about that. And then we got a Simitol donor uh, out of a broker that we flushed to remedy
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we got five of them coming in February too oh wow so we're pretty pretty pumped about those two matings coming up hmm and we're excited to see what we get right
0: now are you putting those back into your own cows is that what you're doing
1: yep we put them in fresh that
0: same day at our place okay well that sounds good and exciting and uh, sounds like good matings that uh, I know I'd sure be excited about getting those on the ground
1: yeah well, yes we're we're all pretty
0: excited to see what happens. Hopefully that Iowa uh, February isn't uh, isn't too bad. <laughs> right, yeah. We got we got plenty of earmuffs and
1: warmers around We're we're on the clock twenty four seven.
0: Yeah. I've been in some of those Iowa winters in February and uh, man they can be, be pretty brutal.
1: Yeah, it's not too fun some days.
0: <laughs> You've also got a bull that that you kinda of wanted to mention.
1: Yeah, we got a half bud scimitol out of that broker. Owner, her natural calf last year, uh, he's a blacklist out of that broker cow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he cleaned up all my AI cows this summer. He's a bull. Got a good front end, long spined, just flexible, brings power. I think he's going to power up a lot of these Angus cows,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: they're going to hopefully keep their front ends
2: mm-hmm.
0: and bring
1: his power and boldness. And I think it'll be a pretty good blend for him.
0: So you did go ahead and, and AI them and then just used him used him uh, to kind of clean those up. Yep,
1: we uh, AI or put an egg in everything and then kick them out late June.
0: Yep. You know the stories that there's quite a few of those times that some of those home homebred deals end up being a lot better than what <laughs> some of the AIs are, mm-hmm. right?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. That we're we're hoping so. We we think pretty highly of them. Just we call them Reddington because sirens
0: mm-hmm
1: reddington's the main character on that show and so we kind of went with that
0: okay sounds pretty clever as well so yeah yep. <laughs> we'd like to we like to do that too it sounds like everybody else kind of does uh, as well when I mean, you see some of the names of these bulls and and different things so mm-hmm. ty are you ready to ready to talk about some of these cattle that you're going to have in the sale Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Tell us, uh, I guess, before the sale, if they want to come look at them, where is McGregor, Iowa located?
1: Northeast corner of Iowa. It's probably two hours straight west of Madison, an hour north of Dubuque, Iowa. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but I think it's worth the drive. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have a sheet here of of some of these cattle that are in your sale. Also, you can go see some information before this comes out on SC. And uh, where can we find some of that information, Ty?
1: Uh, I have a Facebook page, Hefner Show Cattle. You can look it up. By sale day, I'll have most of the information on every single lot up there. If you have any questions, you can look at that or just give me a call.
0: So a good place to get them to start there if uh, if they're listening or, or watching uh, the podcast video here before it's on SC Online. So a good yep. place to go check that out. And I'm actually scrolling through that right now here as we speak and going to look at some of these cattle as Ty talks about them. So Ty, let's uh, let's just start in with, the, with these cattle. We've got a couple of Angus here in the first three lots, but the, the lot one, I'm really uh intrigued on this breeding she's she's a brilliance out of a bismarck
1: yeah she's a bred to be a cow that's for sure and she just looks like a cow i mean she's only a few months old but she i think she's going to be a hell of a cow for someone maybe she's just deep bodied real flexible in her joints and i think she'll power up some angus cattle she'll hopefully raise some good ones for someone
0: mm-hmm. uh your lot too she's a pendleton
1: I like her quite a bit. She's really hairy for an Angus heifer at this point. She's long-bodied, got some bone to her, got a pretty neck on her, good head, just an overall good Angus heifer.
0: got a cell phone picture here of her, and, uh, yeah, she does. She looks like she's she's just really complete, just really nice uh, Angus female. Yep.
1: It's what we try to
0: breed, I guess. Okay. Well, good. Fun- the functional kind, right? Yes, yes. Good, so so check her out. And then uh, the lot three, we go to a, a black list.
1: Yeah, this this one's probably the show heifer out of the Angus group for sure. She's this really long neck, skinny neck, got a beautiful Angus head on her. She's got some body to her. She's a little younger than the rest of them. She came off first calf heifer, so she was a little green mm-hmm. when we got her in. But she's really catching up now, and I think she'll be pretty killer in a few months and next summer as bread.
0: Yeah, and how many of those blacklist and and we didn't mention she's out of an insight. So uh, those blacklist uh, insights have been kind of making a storm here in this Angus deal.
1: Yes. we we really like that one quite a bit. hmm
0: Yeah, and again, I got another cell phone picture. She is, she is uh, fancy. She is stylish, and and boy, I do I really like her front end.
1: Yeah, I wish I could put a that front end on all of them
0: (laughs) yeah i agree with you uh yeah make sure you check that out on this female lot four we go into a little bit different division here we got a charlotte composite in the lot four yeah i had to
1: switch colors up on everyone but don't have too many white cattle running around we got just one this is what we got out of her she's really good i think she's more of a market heifer than a bruising heifer, I'd say, at this point. She's just really powerful. She's got she's chubby, good neck. She's wide backed, wide pinned, and I think she'll should should do pretty good in that market deal.
0: And she's one of those smokes and she's got that smoke hair. Uh she is, she is. Uh, she's really cool.
1: She is. I like her quite a bit too. Mm-hmm. She'll be fun for some little kid that likes hair, that's for sure.
0: You say probably gear her a little more towards the the market heifer end, is what you're thinking?
1: I would say, yeah, she's a little bolder, got some muscle to her, maybe a little too much muscle to be a breeding heifer. Yep.
0: Okay, okay. And you guys have a, a big market heifer show out there in, in Iowa. You guys kind of hit that pretty hard.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty incredible show. If you ever get to watch it, I would. It's There's some dang good heifers out there.
0: The Lot 5?
1: Yep, she's a mineral point out of a Three Kings cow. She came from Adam White. Adam White bought a, a bull from Bob May last spring, and he was a broker out of an express cow and kicked him out to uh, clean up his cows after he put eggs in. And this is what he got. And I went to look at his calves last May. I just remember this one, walking in mud and put it with her head up, and she's hairy and just really sound. And I was like, I need that one. Mm-hmm. So I brought her over, and I think she's she's starting to come back. She's getting her belly really good, and she's starting to hair up. Mm-hmm. Since it's cooling down, got kind of hot over the summer, so a lot of them kind of shucked off, and it was mm-hmm. tough for them to grow hair. But they're really coming on now. I think she's she'll be pretty good. She's got a good front end, too.
0: Right. And if the sale isn't posted, she is on their, their Facebook page. I'm looking at her right now here. She's beside uh, the, the sale list, so... Go down and, and check her out there, and got Ty's info right there on that one. And that one, she registers as a as a maintainer, correct?
1: Yes, yes, she does.
0: We've got another maintainer, lot six. Lot six is a May. We all.
1: Yep, she's a little younger. She's the youngest
0: one out of all of them. She's a May.
1: A little shorter than the rest of them, but uh, she's really nice. She's like I said, she's really immature yet. It's starting to come on. Starting to belly up. Starting to grow her hair back. Out of a dang good cow, probably the only heat wave influenced cow I have left on the place, okay, but I breed her to Maine Bull every year, and she usually kicks out a pretty darn good heifer in the last couple of years
0: and she's a Bismarck heat wave, is that right? Yes, so you went a heat wave cow, you bred it to bismarck and and then yep. you've got that dam, and then now you bred her to may we all, yes, it, yep, and we get a maintainer out of that as well, yes. Had a guy on the podcast the other night, and uh, he was talking about those May we Alls, and uh, those are those are good, good cattle. Uh, I've actually got one. Uh, yeah. I hope this comes out after that sale, but I've got one that that, that I'm really kind of looking at. Uh, one of these May we Alls, so uh, they're they're impressive.
1: Yeah, we've had quite a few out of first calf heifers here, and we really like them. They they're really powerful and hairy and good looking. That's for sure.
0: The lot seven, lot seven is a relentless. Yep, she's the
1: oldest one. She's January. She's pretty, I think she's a really good purebred scimicol. She's got a good neck to her, really deep bodied. Kind of brown right now, but over time she'll turn black and she'll she'll be pretty dangerous in that
0: division. And she's got a couple unique things about her.
1: Yeah, she's got a white birth, birthmark on her back right foot and then she's got a circle birthmark on her left rib cage. It's kind of different, kind of. Mm-hmm. showing off,
0: I guess. Now, if you were fitting her, would you paint that birthmark uh, white or would you paint it black?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess
0: it's up to whoever <laughs> buys her.
1: I guess in the, in the rules of the show, I suppose.
0: Okay. Yeah, do you guys have uh, a few shows out there in Iowa that, that are no paints?
1: Yep, our state fairs, no paint, and there's a few county fairs I know that are no paint. So,
0: so she's going to stick out in, in one of those. Yeah, which
1: probably... Not a bad thing. Need something to stand
0: out with, right? Yeah, and and does that go on to the show side on that right leg? Yep, it's on the inside of her show side leg. Okay, but it's not on the outside of it. No, no. Okay, yeah. She uh, she also again, if you're not looking at her on SC or the podcast video or anything, she's on their Facebook page. Uh, neat uh, neat picture there of her. Uh, in the wash track, got that got that white on her and you can kinda see that one on her left rib. That would really uh really kinda make her stick out. Yep. Go to the, the lot eight, we've got a Fort Knox Cimental female.
1: Lot eight and nine are actually flush sisters out of Steel Force Cow, red baldy. Uh, lot eight would be the February older sister and she's got a broccoli face on her and a white on her belly. And those two flush sisters are kind of the complete opposite right now. Uh, lot eight's a little bigger body, a little longer, and nine's just pretty fronted, starting to get her body back into them. But both of them are really, really big boned, really flexible, and their joints sound. And they're both really, really hairy for Simmental cattle. So we're pretty excited about those two red ones.
0: Yeah, you say they are Simmentals. Uh, they they high Simmentals, purebred Simmentals. They're purebreds. Okay, and is the lot seven also a purebred? Yes, she is. Okay, so we got the steel forces there, uh, and as you say, flush sisters in in eight and nine, and uh, yeah, again, uh, looking at pictures of those, they are they are powerful in this dam that they are out of. Got a picture of her there on the Facebook. We'll throw it up on the uh, podcast video as well. She looks really really good.
1: Yep, she originated from slopes out there. A friend of mine bought her and started flushing on her a few years ago, and got some eggs out of her the
0: result of them okay so you bought these eggs you don't you don't own this female
1: i do not no nope. okay no nope. i wish i did
0: <laughs> i can understand that i kind of wish i did as well yep so that kind of uh rounds out the heifer line up here for the 13 lots in the sale and then we've got a couple steers here to talk about we've got an angus steer in the lot 11
1: yeah, I'm not going to lie. He was supposed to be a heifer Kind of disappointed when he came out. But after a month or two of him growing, I really saw a damn good steer in him. wish I would have kept him a bull, but I kind of got a little nice, happy there in the spring and cut him. But uh, I think someone will end up with a really nice Angus show steer. He's really hairy, big boned, big butted. I mean, he's a show steer in an Angus pedigree.
0: Yeah, you talk about uh, show steer pedigree or show pedigree being an inside, and he's out of a primo female. So there's not much more success stories than, than those two, right? Right, exactly. He's going to be a March steer. So you you think he's probably geared uh, geared towards your state fair then?
1: I think so, yep. Yeah, I think he's early enough and big enough right now. If you get him going, he should cruise right into probably Iowa State Fair would be best for him, I guess, timing-wise.
0: Lot 12, Lot 12 is a Here I Am.
1: Lot 12 and 13 are both Here I Am Sooner Flush brothers. Lot 12 is a little older than 13. 13 didn't have the best of reef over the summer. Mm-hmm. So 12 uh, is a little ahead of them. He's kind of more of a state fair-sized one. And 13 would be kind of a holdover, maybe like Kansas City kind of deal there. But 12 uh, is really hairy, really chunky, long-necked, big-back. He's on pace to be something good, I think. And 13's just a little behind him. He's a little slick-haired right now but uh, and skinny. I, with time, I think he should catch up to his brother. He uh, I said, he's just a little smaller right now, so I wouldn't consider him probably a state fair-sized one at the moment.
0: Again, if you're listening earlier, then uh, it's posted, Tag 12. Nice picture there and, and video on the uh, Hefner Show Cattle Facebook page as well on the video just looks really really stout and uh kind of moves out really well and just looks like a really nice complete steer
1: yeah that's what we think about him too and we're really excited to see where he ends up and try and help that family get him shown throughout the winter and next spring and see what
0: he does and he's a here i am out of a sooner both of these uh lot 12 and 13 and and so they're going to be registered main steers
1: yes sir yep
0: if we round out the the steers here and last but not least, got the one oak steer in the Lot 14.
1: Yes, he's he's the biggest steer out of all of them. He's probably more of a July end point, probably a county fair, July county fair would fit him best. But he's stout, sound, big back, just a little bit bigger. Kind of born in that February area, and I think it'll be a really good county fair project for some family to work on. Just a fault free. I think he'll feed real easy for someone. You know, have hair to burn.
0: Sounds really good. Sounds like a a really good lineup. And as we're recording, I can kind of see them here on the Facebook and the pictures that you sent me. But, boy, I'm interested in seeing those pictures and and videos and uh, really being able to get a good look at these cattle.
1: Yeah, we're excited to get them out on some green grass and get a picture of all of them. Picture day is September 20th. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We're hoping to get pictures and videos up on SC the
0: 21st. Okay. Ty, anything else that, that they might want to know about the operation, about the program, uh, about this sale, anything like that, that that you might want to let them in on?
1: i just say if you have any questions about anything, my phone down 24-7, just shoot me a text or give me a call and happy to talk anything about anything to anyone.
0: And we can find those on on Hefner Show Cattle. Find some information out on there. And also you have a personal uh, Facebook page as well that's got some things on there. So uh, they can... They can check those out. Check out SC uh, for the sale there on September 26th. And, again, that sale is going to be in McGregor, Iowa, 13 lots there for Hefner Show Cattle. And, Ty, I appreciate you uh, responding to Brandy and, and appreciate you getting this thing put together for us. And uh, I'm just excited for you and, and excited to see these cattle.
1: I appreciate you guys having me on. It's pretty cool.
0: Well, Ty, uh, I guess, didn't get into, and, and just before we close out here, who who else can they get a hold of there on these cattle, or, or who else is going to be there around there to help you get these things ready?
1: Probably Dad would probably be the next person I'd call. Ron Hefner, I guess his phone number would be on my Facebook somewhere. I'll post that in the next couple of days. So if you don't want to call me, I guess Kobe Tabor is my SC rep, so if you have any questions about the sale, you can call him. He's planning on coming through sometime this week or next. If you want a second opinion.
0: Well, that sounds great. Get a hold of those guys and uh, they can tell you anything or just go visit them there in McGregor, Iowa as you're driving around looking at some of those cattle out in Iowa. So, Ty, again, appreciate it very much. Good luck on the sale there on SC on September 26th with Hefner Show Cattle. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on before the bid.